it's a little bit of an interview process, right? It couldn't, it's not just going to be, Hey, what's going on? And then stuff comes out of the nine, right? It's going to be, <laughs> why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would think, but yeah, uh, no, it's, it's going to be, you know, a, a, a rollout. And cause they're one way that nines do how so one, one way that nines actually kind of do, this is one of the secret arrogance things. Uh, do power in relationships is to control the time. Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, God. God. Yeah. Uh, Y'all are killing me, man. Yeah. Killing me. Yeah. And, and, and it's always to slow down the time significantly. Of course. <laughs> oh, no. uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. So. It sounds like torture, man. Oh, uh, yeah. It's all about slow down time. The philosopher <laughs> of the <laughs> The big hormone egg. Hi, it's John here. I'm a sexual self-prize for the five, four, five, eight, tri-pack. Hi, David here. I'm a self-prize sexual nine with a one, nine, seven, four, tri-type. Hey, it's Emika. I'm an eight wing seven sexual type with the eight, five, four, tri-type. Hey, it's Nancy. I'm a self-prize social three, wing four, and three, six, nine, tri-type. Welcome to the Big Hormone Enneagram. Comrades, friends who are surviving out there in the world. Coming to you from the quarantine zones. <laughs> <laughs> this is Emika. I'm joined by my friends David and John. Nancy couldn't join us again because she had passed in away. Rest in peace, Nancy. <laughs> she has uh, passed away. Died was, again. Not she again. had the nerve to die again. <laughs> she, died, she died last week and she's dead again this week. She's still um, alive. <laughs> so please send your donations to uh podcast at gmail.com and we'll we will direct that those funds to the appropriate parties for her funeral so uh we're picking up again we had a conversation making nines great again part one and this is going to be part two we're joined again by our good friends tara and alexandra uh tara is a sexual nine sexual self-prez 974 and Alexandra is a social self prez 91963. Welcome back, guys. Hey. Yeah, thank you. I think one of the last things that we ended with, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but Alexandra, you asked something about image and being seen. And, and um, I don't remember exactly what the question was, but for me, I was thinking in terms of like what it meant to be seen as an image type. And uh, I wrote some stuff in the chat about um, as an image type, like how that's conceptualized and how that's different from being like on the wavelength of nine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll just say a little bit of, of what came up for me. So as an image type, um, you know, there's this thing about am I, is my outside congruent with my inside? And a thing that I think comes up more for image types than other types is the sense that I can be acting and being out of sync with what I perceive to be really me. And I feel like that's not as much at the forefront of other types. So like with an image type, there's always this sort of question of how me am I being? 
and how am I able to be myself and present myself that's in alignment with how I understand the core of me. And uh, it's a little bit more uh, static in the sense that I, I think of it kind of like uh, as a platonic ideal. Like uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to make sure that you, um, you know, like you see me in a certain light necessarily as an image type. Uh, and that might be one way some image types uh, it gets expressed, but you know, it's really like I, I have a sense of who and what I really am is like a kind of a platonic ideal. And I want you to be seeing that when you see me. And um, I want my essential form to be perceived. And I think like through the three lens, that's more like my potential. Through a two lens, it's more like my my good heartedness or, you know, uh, that my contactfulness. And then through four, it's like my depth or my true nature. And so the thing about uh, four is like, I assume I won't be seen for the platonic ideal that I am. And I'm seeking to, um, it's not like I'm not advertising it in the same way that some image types might be advertising, like two or threes might try to advertise who they see themselves as. As a four, it's like I'm, tr I'm intentionally being obfuscating and a little mysterious because I feel like that kind of quality, that, that diving into mystery is the only way that you're going to get the real four thing. One of the things that we were talking about or distinctions that we're making that's leading to what I'm, what I'm speaking to is, is that nine has this body level resonance thing that it does with other people and the environment. And for the, for the four at least, uh, and, and again, one of the themes that we've had on this podcast is the difference between nine and four uh, and how, because they're so often confused and mistaken for one another, is that uh, for the four, my essential quality is depth like my sense of who I am comes from my depths. And so there's a sense that the outer world is at odds with the real me. So I'm separate from it. And I'm trying to go inward to be in touch with what's real in me. And so I move away even from the body. You know, there's a way of uh, retracting to keep an intense focus on my inner world. And I, I think like four and five have this sort of uh, inner focus that's through the lens of the heart center versus the head center, but it's a similar quality at the bottom of the Enneagram. And it's both this sense of um, uh, the surface of things is uh, an illusion or is not real or is an artifice. And uh, it's, it's artificial, it's hopeless, and um, it's hard for me to be there where I think that the body is really where nines, uh, that's where their home is. Is this making sense? It actually, what was happening for me is, and I don't know if <clears throat> this is in part because I have a four of fix, but everything that you said to me um, about the image type actually, to me, fits very well for how I experience myself. The difference that I would make, though, is that on the body level, whereas and hopefully I can articulate this correctly, um, that for me, the nine distinction would be that what's in the whole is in the one, if that makes sense. And it's no. resonating at a body level. <laughs> um, no, what does that I mean? Kind of, yeah, that, uh, I'm trying to, you made so many points. Oh, the, so like the universe is folded up inside everyone. Right. And that that's the somatic experience of the nine 
because everything that you said about four, this the the focus about what's being seen and what's what's inside of me being congruent with what's outside of me and what you're seeing, you know, making sure that everything is congruent absolutely resonates to me 100%. But I think that perhaps the distinction is that the nine experiences um, that on a body level by exactly what David said, that the universe is folded up inside of me, that kind of what's in, what's in the whole is in the one and vice versa. From my vantage point, I think saying that the whole is in the one it's it's uh, assuming like um like there's an inherent harmony and interconnectedness with everything which is a major contrast between what a four is feeling which is that there i'm so separate from everything else out there like there's no connection and and it's all and it's not at all the everything with four it's only these very select things that right. are so it feels like an impossibly specific orientation with four right versus the um, i mean i think nines will relate to wanting to be authentic and wanting to present uh themselves in a way that feels congruent to who they are inside but that sense that i'm connected to everything is uh it's a highly specific to nine yeah and like even in four, it's like, even the body isn't me. Like, even the body's right. not mine. Yep. Yeah. No. Can you say more about that? Yeah, I mean, it, it's just since I was a really young kid, and, and I think four with threes also experienced this, but maybe in a slightly different form. But since I was a little kid, it's like, the body is not a home for me. And it's, it feels like this artificial suit I've had to put on. And... um like whether it's in terms of actual physicality or in terms of appearance or in terms of uh, how I act and behave in the world, like there's a, there's a deep sense that the body is this deeply inadequate rotting flesh vehicle that is like, um, you know, like I, like I've, I, I used to be um, obsessed with birth defects and like in my art and, uh, the way I do, I draw landscapes of the skin under a microscope, like the way it looks. And it was just this sense of like, even in a young body, it's like the body's just this like peeling, oozing, throbbing, <laughs> sick thing full of, I mean, our bodies like, you know, are just full of like sacks of chemicals and like, you know, this flesh that we, like we eat flesh. It's the same thing that we have, you know? And like, like, I mean, just like, like the infection quality of, of the body and that it's full of bacteria and, and all these sort of things that are happening, even mitochondria that just like are, are these disgusting forces of, of wet viral something or other, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, that's major, um, anti nine <laughs> perspective yeah, that is some right serious, there. <laughs> serious four. <laughs> <laughs> Nines are like the 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 yoga moms of the, the uh, <laughs> yeah. you know just connect to your wholeness that this this body is a temple and you know we can heal through the body and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, John, you made my skin crawl. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, no, welcome to every second of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's important though that skin crawl. I mean that's and I mean I'm saying that to the nines that 
are listening, you know, other nines, because that's the thing that doesn't get said enough is, is that extreme alienation, like alienation from your own physical being. And just that, what to nines is an extremely negative state, right? That needs to, to be a part of the description of four and five. And you have that cranked up into that degree to that skin crawling degree. And also too, to notice that that's how it's often experienced for a nine. I, my reaction was in my body to what he said. Mm -hmm. My skin crawled. There you go. Right. Right. Like I don't, I don't actually get skin crawl uh, very much. It's, 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 it's very much an emotional mental Mm. thing where it's this like picture of the horrifying decaying universe. (laughs) So um, something that I think could be, uh, challenging for nine mistyping is at four is that I I don't I think it is a goal for me to see my body as a home. It's like I know that it is, but in order to fully embody, in order to fully make my body a home, I have to let go of a lot of things. And there's a there's there's a hesitance to do that. What do you mean? Like what do you have to let go? Uh it's letting go of this um I'm not Tara, I'm not sure if this is totally echoes what you were saying, but it's it's having to let go of this sort of connection to everything. You're saying that in order to feel embodied, to feel that you you have a home in your body, that you have to let go of this sort of um connection to everything of nine. What does that mean? So that yeah, so, so that you can just be home to yourself and and not be so everything. Is that what you mean? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Um, what I think what I was going to say was, Tara, I'm not sure how much this echoes what you were talking about, that that, that whole wholeness in one or something like that. Right. What was your piece on that again? But what's within one is within the whole and what's within oh, the yes. whole is within the one. Yes. So I personally, I have a, I have a hard time um, like differentiating that, differentiating like one and whole. I find comfort in seeing myself as a whole, but forgetting myself in that wholeness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's kind of what it is. Like, I think the reason that nines can mistype as fours is because they want to be individualistic. They, it, they recognize it, that they have to go into their bodies and wanting to like, like shine and be seen and be, be themselves as an individual and not so dispersed throughout like the universe or whatever, however you want to say it. Mm-hmm. They recognize that as a goal, but it's not happening yeah. or like it doesn't happen consistently. There's it's, it's always, it's like, it's like trying to climb an upwards escalator. Like if you're not constantly working towards it, you're, you're at least staying at the same position or going down. That's why a lot of nines are misidentifying as fours because they're, mm-hmm. they're having the experience of, I need to be an individual and wanting to be different or somehow separate. And they're yeah, mistaking that for the description that, uh, that comes up in four. That's sort of halfway that. Yeah. Or at least just recognized for their value. Like we kind of spoke um, towards last week or last, you know, last time we were together, um, wanting to be recognized for, for who they are as an individual. But obviously that's very different from being a four, from being the individualist type. It's not a, it's not like a chronic thing that nines do. Um, so I don't know, there's something, there's something towards that, but more what I was going to say with, um, 
with feeling connected, there's a, there's like a comfort that I get from feeling connected to everything. And so I spoke a little bit about this. Like I, I kind of prefer, I feel most comfortable with everything when I'm kind of zoomed out, right? When I'm seeing like the big picture of things or when I'm seeing things from, you know, from sort of a, a higher perspective, it sounds so arrogant. Philosopher. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and it's just sort of, it's just, I don't know. I sort of trick myself into believing that I'm, I'm seeing everything that I'm like, I'm getting the wisdom from all parts because I'm not actually participating in it. Mm. Um, and so to kind of wiggle into my body and to zoom into like my human, like in my body experience, uh, can be a little threatening, can be a little bit scary because I'm having to let go of like looking at all of these, you know, I'm not sure if I'm making sense, looking at all of these like themes that are teaching me subtly. You're making a lot of sense, actually. I mean, it's very alien to me, but... Um, makes your skin crawl. Makes my skin crawl. <laughs> uh, when I get back into my body, I'll let you know how my skin was reacting. But... Uh, wow. <laughs> so one of the interesting things things that I sometimes like uh when I said philosopher of the universe that's like David's joke about the sort of uh hidden arrogance of nine as the uh philosopher of the universe the sort of um remote I see it all I am undisturbed and my wisdom just penetrates all boundaries am I characterizing that right David yeah that's good just like I mm -hmm. and it, and it's <laughs> Yeah, it's that sense. I mean, you know, one thing you might say about the gut types is, or one way I like to talk about it is just having a, a sense in your body of knowing. It's sort of, and it's reflexive and it's unconscious. And so with nine, what we're talking about with all of that everythingness, it's somewhat like you know, it's not even a belief. It, it's just in your being that you sort of have access to everything <laughs> so yeah. so it leads to often especially like with nine with one maybe more i don't know mm -hmm. um a kind of philosophical you know um, you know quasi-religious philosophical uh stance of you know seeing everything and and yeah, philosopher of the universe. So part of that seems like, uh, like I will get frustrated with certain nines because they're so, uh, you know, so stubbornly invested in their own point of view as the awake point of view a lot of times because I think that they're coming from that all seeing eye that Alexandra yeah. is speaking to. Uh, but then they're lacking the, in, the like sort of embodied specificity. Um, you know, kind of contact that like, like, you know, when we're talking about nines needing to get in touch with their anger, part of that is getting in touch with their separateness and yeah. their, that the body is actually something that holds a boundary against the world too. It's not just a mm -hmm. connection to it and how the specificity brings in a totally different perspective. So I'll, I'll be arguing, you know, I've been arguing a lot politically lately and like with certain nines. And uh, they've just got this like vague, but it's like, I actually already know the answer sort of um, yes. fluffiness around their thinking. Yeah. And uh, whereas like the, at least from the four or five perspective, it, 
you know, not just for with a five wing, but also the five perspective, there's much more of like a, a sense of specificity and, and trying to see through things. Um, I just want to say that I, I've, um, I appreciate everything everyone is saying. And I, I feel like that one thing that might not be true for all minds is that I, I feel like I always had a very strong sense of my individuality. And I always had the sense that I was, um, I don't know, connected to a, to a larger picture, but that to me, what's very different about the four individuality is that as a nine, I felt like I had the capacity to visit everyone's experience and absolutely see into it and identify with it. But that would happen for me is that I didn't know how to bring uh, anyone into my experience fully. Oh, and, and I, and uh, similar to a four though, I, I felt like it, you know, like I was different and maybe that wasn't possible. And then, so there was a loneliness there around being able to visit everyone else's experience, but being sort of isolated into mine. So I think that's also too part of the mistype of four and nine is that there are nines who can feel very individualized or feel like what they're connected to or their, their philosophy or whatever they're searching for or the, that sense of questing, uh, questions and uh, seeking for meaning because they are trying to individualize themselves can, can, uh, can make a mistype happen. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, for myself, uh, SPSX 974 with 7 and 4, there's a, you know, that's pretty individualistic and social last. So, you know, part of when I'm, concurring about sort of that everythingness it's um somewhat in the abstract right i mean it's um um i just know it from watching myself be a nine for 30 years or whatever right but it's but i definitely have a sense of myself as at the same time different and sort of not um connected in a lot of different ways also so speaking of like um tri-types and instincts and stuff so nine wing one plus nine six three i'm gonna be probably the least individualistic right of the of the three of us here lacking seven and four basically like very mirrored um so i i will say i do i do sense like myself but i think where the nine um, comes in for me, especially with the rest of my tri-type is that I, I have, I almost like, don't think it's important. It's something, it's something like that. Like, and this is where, um, I was going to say this earlier and I know that we've talked about this a bit, but that I think that there's, I've almost developed an ego around, around not having one, <laughs> Yeah, which is yeah. such a trap which is such a trap, which is why nines, like nine and ones, especially online, um, can be so difficult to argue with because they have this, this like sense of superiority of like, I'm above my individualism, something like that. I'm, I am a part of the universe and you just don't understand it because you're so obsessed with your stuff, like that stuff. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, I'm our gonna... private little thoughts of the nine that we secretly harbor against you all. <laughs> so, Look at so... you and your small experience of yourself, just so over-identified. <laughs> Get over yourself, right? So to have that, to have that revelation of like my ego is around not having one was like so painful to look at. I'm like, oh fuck, mm. this is 
I'm doing this completely wrong. I have to be more embodied and I have to give more credit to, to, to the wisdom that I have connected with myself, you know? So it's, it's not so much that I, that I don't have a sense of individuality. It's that I don't see it. It's almost that I don't see it as valid. And of course, again, being nine already being double attachment, I'm almost like, I feel like quadruple attached because I also have six and three. Mm -hmm. And social in a way augments it. Right. Yeah. It gives it like even more of that, like, I don't know, that we've mentioned. An an important point of discussion that came up um, when we started talking about this, while you're talking about this nine sort of connection to everything and the ego of not having an ego how that manifests when someone is interested in you and is obsessed with you and sort of the immediate uh, reaction to want to push away from that. And so I want to get you guys' perspective again on what it feels like when someone is paying attention to you and is obsessed with you and you feel like they don't really see you. Um, Oh, I can tell you right away. Okay. (laughs) Because I, I, first of all, the word obsession, just like there's a skin crawling moment. Um, (laughs) I feel so strongly about this. Um, So, so I don't, I see obsession as some, you know, as a, someone departing from presence. It has nothing to do with someone caring about me or loving me or seeing me. When I, when I feel obsession, I do not feel a quality of attention that is coming from presence in any way. That's somebody who's, who is, um, who is focused and fixated, but that has nothing to do with me. And I, and I, I will, I do run from that. And I do actually even, you know, um, kind of feel like going into battle with that actually. Um, so the word obsession is, is really off putting for me because now yeah for just too many reasons but if you talk about a quality of attention then i i come alive when it's not coming from obsession that that person is just genuinely um from a healthy and grounded place giving me attention that feels like an entirely different experience and that's that's incredibly enlivening i agree i have I typically have a few reactions to um, to the idea of of well, not to the idea, but okay. So if I have met someone and they're giving me too much attention too quickly, that quality of attention really is a good um, it's a good point because I feel like I can quickly tell like this is this isn't about me. This is about you somehow. You're using me to make you feel good, mm-hmm. and that bothers me. So y'all y'all are saying that like oftentimes maybe as nines or something that you can provide a certain kind of mirroring and that's what people get infatuated with, like sort of themselves through you. Is that what you're saying? Yep. Yes. And they want to go on a vacation from themselves. Like that's the way that I see that. Hmm. Yeah. It's like they want a vacation on them. They want to go away on a vacation from themselves. And then this nine is like this open There's a holding space that nines do for that somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I've experienced almost, almost the opposite. Like I do, I do experience them wanting that vacation from themselves too. But I've also experienced them wanting to, to see themselves through me. 
Mm. And that's where I experience myself being the mirror or have experienced myself being that mirror is that I'm, I'm reflecting, you know, their good qualities back to them. And so that's what I'm being used for. I'm being used for just makes, like a, like an ego boost almost. And that is how it feels. It feels like being used because it makes it more sense anyone. With, your, with your combo to three, six, mm-hmm. nine, uh, and social is more mm-hmm. mirroring. Whereas like nine, seven, four. Is not as much, maybe. Right. I'll I'll say this from my experience with <laughs> nines that with uh, nines. <laughs> I know there's a <laughs> is your skin crawling too. <laughs> well, no, no. I'm just recalling a lot of experiences I had, like hearing what you're saying versus um, what I've experienced, and I guess the contrast between those two things versus what's happening versus. Mm. what a nine is feeling inside so here's here's what Mm. i think happens with nines is a sort of like um that whole thing of being connected to everything so when a nine encounters a personality that's you know individualized um what a nine tends to do is is to sort of like go along with what's happening right Mm -hmm. and and to sort of mirror that person and a lot of times any sort of probes or hey you know trying to draw a nine out is just met with either blankness or trying to just feed back to you what you've already given them so um so if you're not really aware of what's going on you think that this person is similar to me right um and so what i'm hearing is this is what a nine feels like inside like they're like they're being taken on for a ride but from my experience what's happening is that a nine is just doing the thing of just going along. Um, Like maybe even any sort of requests, like, Hey, what do you think? It's like, Oh, whatever you think. Like it's always thrown back, but it's like, maybe I guess the nine feels like, no, I'm being taken for a ride. It's like, no, you're not showing up. (laughs) That's, that's what's, that's what's happening. But Um, Emeka, I don't, I don't feel from you that you have this obsessive, kind of type of energy like you're using the word obsession yeah maybe the word's not right but what i'm saying is like single like you know like a real interest and what i'm what i'm trying to explain is that there i feel i feel like there's something inherent to the nine personality that at least initially is resistant to to like putting themselves their individualized self into into play and so what ends up happening is whatever I put out is mirrored back to me, but maybe to the nine, they feel like they're being taken for a ride. Mm. As the invitation is, Hey, I'd like to see what you're about, but I'm just getting parts of me in return. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I would, I would speak to that Emika, cause I don't know for me and I've, I've experienced that tendency in myself where, um, especially if I'm, if I'm really attracted to, a man that happens for me that I can remain vague and out of focus to him. And there is this hesitancy because it matters to me at that point when something, when, when it really matters to me that I want to be seen by someone that is oftentimes where the nine complex comes in. And that's whenever I go vague and out of focus the most, it's really sad to me because with my friends, and even like in this conversation that we're all having, I don't mind being very specific with you all and being very opinionated about like, this is 
this is where I'm at, or this is where I agree or where I don't. But when I'm in a attraction for someone and it's at that physical body level, everything on me is online and I want to merge with that person in a certain way. Um, it's the hardest for me sometimes in those moments to feel that I can allow my location to be tapped. And I think that's what you're getting at. And so sometimes I have a tendency where it looks like I'm going along um, and then it, it turns out I wasn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's, that's definitely the wake up call. Like I've, I've had some situations with nines where we were just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You know, I totally feel that way. And then maybe a month later, it's like, no, they were never on the same page with you. <laughs> They're well, on another I, planet. I, well, I will <laughs> never say I felt that way, but there will be like a, there'll be a withdrawal where I, my answers will remain vague and I won't take a clear position. Yeah. So I'm really good about not ever uh, uh, like saying I feel a certain way when I don't, but I, I will withhold the information and distract the conversation. I'll be like smoke and mirrors. <laughs> so there's something to say because um, you said, oh God, what did you say? You said, oh, you were never on the same page. That's where I can disagree <laughs> a little bit. Okay. What, so when I first meet someone, and of course, I think Tara was speaking really well to this to her being a sexual type and so my experience is a bit more um like like um i don't know what the word to use is any use friendly but I, I guess it's just social my experience is a little bit a little bit different but how it starts in the beginning when i'm getting to know someone my focus is going to be on getting to know the other person first and then also being um a nine and what i've spoken to on the on the first part of this of this whole conversation of like having to fully experience something when i meet someone new whether it's like romantic or or just like on a friendship level i have to it's almost like i have to take on who they are in order for me to know whether or not i'm about it okay that's so, fair so sometimes sometimes i am some actually a lot of the times, like if I'm, if I've chosen to be around someone, then there's something, something that is resonating, something that I am about, but maybe the longevity of it isn't, isn't quite there. And that's where I have trouble detaching. That's where I have trouble being like, shit, this isn't for me anymore. How do I, how do I do this? Or like, or a lot of it, um, for me also is not quite recognizing it right then and there, not quite, not quite having a definitive um, moment where I can say, this isn't for me anymore. A lot of it is just like, okay, well, let's see. Well, let's try this. Well, let's try this, whatever, whatever. I'm considering it the whole time. And we sort of spoke um, a little bit about this in the chat, but while I'm doing all of that consideration, I'm not communicating that. And so that by the time I am leaving or the time, by the time I am choosing to disconnect, it's not really a big event for me. Okay. No, I think that's starting to make sense to me. It's it's almost like um it, it's almost like a, a vague location of the self and a vague location of how you feel about this person and you're absorbing it and it's gonna take time for you to digest and really locate how you feel about what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like a test drive. <laughs> like yeah. a yeah. 14 day limited whatever. Yeah, like in that mirrors uh, some experience I've had with nine friendships and things like that is like, you know, I'm a double reactive type. And uh, I often like 
you know, I can be not an easy, I think, energy sometimes to be around. And so I often like try to check in with people like that I'm hanging out with or spending time with, like, is it okay? Or how do you feel? You know, like, am I bothering you? Like this kind of a thing. And, um, yeah, with nines, I'll often get kind of, uh, vague mixed or unclear signals about that. And so it makes it kind of uneasy of like, what am, what, what are we doing? Yeah, Yeah. What are like, like they, like, and let, like, it seems like they're enjoying themselves, uh, or that I'm having fun with me or something, but it's, it's hard for me to tell. And, um, you know, it can be a thing where maybe they like being around me, but it's hard for me to tell if they're just tolerating other parts of me. Uh, I have a roommate who's a nine, uh, who we were friends since high school. And I can tell that he is not happy with something about being a roommate of mine. Uh, but, but he won't tell me and I can, I can tell he's like very, he's got a one wing. He's like, uh, he's social self-prize with a three and a seven in his try type, but he's like, I, he, he kind of lumbers around and sighs and, <laughs> and I, and I, so the, a couple, couple days ago, I was like, Hey man, like, or this couple weeks ago, actually, I was like, Hey man, um, you know, I, I, I feel like you're annoyed. Uh, living with me and you know I want you to have a be comfortable so uh you know he was drunk at the time and I was like when like when you're sober let's have a conversation about you know how we can make things easier I don't I I want you to have a I want you to be comfortable and I haven't fucking seen him for a month (laughs) because like like maybe I'll see him like walk in the door or something but he like I haven't seen him and um it's just it's a it's a little frustrating yeah of course (laughs) and and, you know he's like one example but just as a pattern like even nines that i'm i'm like 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 feel more comfortable with or know more closely or whatever you know it's still it's like so where where are you at with this right now you know and uh and i don't it's hard for me to to sometimes i guess trust may might be the word as a reactive type um like, you know, Tara's phrase, emotional location. Like, I, I'm always trying to get where somebody's emotional location is. And uh, that can be really, really challenging because I'm sure I annoy people all the fucking time. Um, and, and so those people that can, like, let me know when I'm sincerely asking them in a, in a, you know, without being like, yeah, you're a dick, you know, but just give me the feedback uh, is really useful for me, especially as a social blind because I don't pick up on a lot of cues. As a nine for me, I, I love it when people ask me emotional questions. It's just that the thing is, is that I'm not going to perform those emotions. I'm not going to offer that. Um, I'll ask about their experience and I'll make plenty of room for their experience. But unless my experience is really invited forward and then people trip all over themselves to prove to me that they really care about what my experience is, I won't often share it. That it, but it, but I'm actually very happy when people ask about it, and if I see the sincerity there, I'm very forthcoming. Once I once I know that the sincerity is there, I'm very forthcoming about yep. my emotional location. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit of an it's a little bit of an interview process, right? It couldn't. It's not just going to be, hey, what's going on, and then s- stuff comes out of the nine, right? 
it's going to be. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you would think, but yeah, uh, no, it's it's going to be you know a, a, a rollout, and because there, one way that nines do how one one way that nines actually kind of do this is one of the secret arrogance things. It, uh, do power in relationships is to control the time. Jesus Christ. Oh, oh God. God. Yeah. Uh, oh, they're killing me, man. Yeah. Killing me. Yeah. And, and, and it's always to slow down the time significantly, of course. <laughs> oh, <no>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. true. Yeah. So it sounds like torture, man. Oh, yeah. It's all about the, the slow down time, the philosopher <laughs> of the universe. That's so, right. John, you're going to have to ask your roommate yeah. at least five times what he really, how yeah. he really feels about you as a roommate. <laughs> oh, my God. And so I'll say I'll say about that that one of the one of the the things I've learned in how to gauge like my friendships or my relationships is how and we spoke to this um a little bit I don't remember when um it was like how I can how I can gauge who I'm almost like allowed to be embodied with that's that's definitely the wrong word to use but who who I can feel comfortable being honest quickly with mm. um my sort of like like test for that or whatever, it tends to be humor. Tends to be humor. Like who I can have this sort of like roasting back and forth with. That's how I can kind of tell like, okay, I can probably be pretty direct with this person. Or like, I don't have to feel like I'm going to like completely wound them because that's not some, that's something that immediately makes me regret speaking up because, well, because sometimes I feel bad and other times I take the wounding as manipulation that I have to clean up. Oh, I've noticed that a lot of my friends um, and a lot of my past relationships and my current one have been with uh, assertive types or having like a, like a strong assertive fix in there or something like that. Just because I know that they can, they can take what I'm going to give them without like flipping out about it. So this is something that you can get, uh, you can get to a point in a relationship where you do feel comfortable um, just dumping things on someone because you know that they can handle it and it's not going to be a risk to the relationship. Yes. I'll okay. say, and I don't know how, um, I don't know how this differs um, with David and with Tara, but I, I'm particularly sensitive to feeling manipulated. And so if I feel like I'm going to be manipulated, I won't even participate. So that's like, if I feel like, like what I'm saying is going to be twisted and turned around against me or something like that, I'm that's that's part of what's going to keep me from being direct got it i think there's always going to be topics though that the nine even when you are pretty comfortable that there are probably it's probably still there's a prioritization of certain topics that you think you still might not be comfortable whatever bringing up when you know that when you can see that somebody's sensitive about a certain thing you know or, or several things that might be tough still for the nine, even when you're in a so-called comfortable relationship to be able to speak honestly. Well, I think what I heard, you know, what I took from what Alexandra was saying is that if she feels like she's going to have an interaction with someone and she's going to give her emotional location, but if that person doesn't know how to manage themselves, and blows up or has a reaction to it that she's going to then have to clean up on top of having to have room for her own emotional reaction, then she's going to opt not to do it. 
because she doesn't mm-hmm. want to have to clean. She doesn't want to have to not only manage herself, but then manage them as well. Right. And I think it goes back to nine being um, a body type and wanting autonomy. Like I'm, I'm, I don't want to move forward with someone in any kind of like connection, unless I feel like they're going to respect my autonomy. And it's also having feeling erroneously feeling some responsibility for the other person being okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Always there's that because yeah. I, I, I yeah. never have any interaction in which I'm not first aware of how is this going to impact the person that I deliver right. this to. It's impossible yeah. for me to divorce my own experience from how is this going to impact you. Mm-hmm. And you almost know better how it is going to impact them than how something like that would impact you, whatever you're about to say. Or <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, so true. true. God. John's uh, skin is crawling. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. There we go. Yeah. <laughs>